And then here I am, asshole with a bag of potatoes. Am I just going to keep guessing? Coming to you live from Moon Colony, it is the second best show. I'm Bobby Downey, and I'm here with my second best co-host, Sam Cohen. Hello. And Ori Vive. Hello. I predict in the future you will hear an episode about the second best future tech that we never got. And that future is now. I think I have some new critter friends in my walls. Oh, are they friendly? I don't know. They're in my walls. What? I mean, I tried singing to them. What are their names? They dressed me this morning. <laughs> I hope they're nice. I hope they're like, I think I can hear them. So I'm sitting there working and all of a sudden I just hear like a kerfuffle. That's right. A kerfuffle. <laughs> wow. Where I haven't heard one before, like in my walls. It's just like, it just happens so quickly. And it, as soon as it happens, it stops. And I just kind of move on with my life. And then I hear it again. And then I put my, like, <laughs> I do like, I put my ear to the wall. And I'm like, what, what is, is there, can I hear anything? And lo and behold, I'm hearing stuff in the walls, like moving around. And so I'm like, fuck. So here's what, here's what you're going to find. Open up your walls. You're going to find a family of mice. One is wearing a tuxedo. Another is wearing a ball gown. And they're going to introduce themselves to you. And they say, hi, we've been in this house 20 years longer than you have. And now is time to make a deal. Can we come to an agreement? <laughs> Get Howie on the phone. Oh, Bobby, I listened to that. <laughs> I listened to that Dirty Vegas song exactly once. And I was like, nope. <laughs> you mean you didn't listen to it repeat like everyone did in the early 2000s? I listened to it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. And then I like, got through it. it I'm not going to say it's it's not the best song in the world. It's a good song. No. <laughs> this one's really going to, we're gonna, really going to stick it to Dirty Vegas in uh, the year 2022. <laughs> you still, how much money do you think they're making off that song every year? They're either making a lot or they're making pennies. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a middle ground here. I don't know. Streaming shit, like nobody makes any money. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I just want to know how much are the new radicals making off of their song, You Get What You Give. Fun factoid about that song is that that was a one-hit wonder because it was so big so fast that the lead singer was um, basically became a shut-in um, mm. and uh, was like, not for me. I think we're just as a teaser for our eventual second best one-hit wonder track. Which we will do respectfully. Sure. Yes. Well, they have almost 4 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Oh, shit. So they're making at least like at least 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. They're making beer money for sure. <laughs> Split that six ways, buddy. <laughs> you got a six pack, baby. <laughs> the future is bright. Is it? Uh, How bright? Supernova. <laughs> Supernova. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Praise be to the supernova. <laughs> well, the future, I feel like the future we were promised and never given was bright. The world of tomorrow? Yes. So, I've got an axe to grind, and I'm hoping you guys 
can help me out, and we together can determine the second best future tech that we were promised but never got. I'm down. I've got an umbrage card, not for you guys, but for for the promises. Oh, for <laughs> science. All, yeah, for science. Dear science. I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I love um, I love trying to predict the future, especially the future of tech and science. And I love sci-fi. I love the art and design, especially some uh, retro futurism. Uh, tell you, you guys, uh, you guys, huge sci-fi fans. Do you want to go to the past? Or do you want to go to the future? Um, I want to go to the future. And I kind of agree with you that I'm into that kind of like retro futurism, like the Jules Verne style, like wonders of the future, um, World's Fair kind of futurism. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, not not to put you on the hot seat, but I remember us talking about this in our previous episode about time travel, Mm -hmm. and the the same question was posed, and you answered it the exact opposite. (laughs) I just want our listeners to be happy. (laughs) Um, No, so there's different there's there's different versions of the future. The there's the optimistic um howard stark uh star trek star trek versions of the future um and i'm into it let's get into our gattaca rocket ship and and um go on a go on a space flight have you seen gattaca well one of the guys dies but the other one he he lives his dream he goes into space he has the whole okay anyways let's move it ethan hawk goes into space he ethan hawk goes into space the movie Round one, what's our theme? Theme is longest overdue. Uh, this is stuff that we should have got yesterday that we don't have today. Couldn't come early enough. Yes, exactly. So for our first matchup, we've got Meals in a Pill versus the Moon Colony. Um, let's let let's uh let's talk moon colonies, guys. What would entice you to live in a colony on the moon? God, I feel like right now I would sign up. Like I would, I would, I would sign up right now. Leave the earth behind. Live in the desolate dust of the moon. Yeah, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, it's always kind of like portrayed as like, hey, here's a, here's a truck, uh, interstellar truck stop between earth <laughs> uh, and the moon. And you don't have to, you know, break out of the earth's atmosphere with stuff so you can launch stuff from the moon makes a lot of sense um i still think it's a it's a it's a viable option for the future not necessarily think we need it now but i i am down with the the utopian vision of living on the moon colony well this feels to me like something that we could have had if we just kind of stayed the course Mm -hmm. um from where we you know Back in when we landed on the moon and everyone was like into it. Oh, 50 years ago. <laughs> I was hella into the moon. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we were collectively hella into the moon. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like the technology is there or could have been there by now to, to put like a, a, a call, like some sort of a, you know, station. Okay. So here's how I envision a moon colony. Um, a bunch of, uh, igloo looking buildings. Uh, they're all like white or, or gray. Um, everybody is wearing the same, like over like jumpsuit, right? Like the same, like white jumpsuit. Um, there's like humans and robots cohabitating and there's like a lab in one building and like 
um, like a nav computer room. Yeah. And I just imagine people like sitting there drinking their like space coffee in a cup that like heats itself up, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just looking out there and every day people can just stare at the earth and get like wistful and just be like, look at that. Look at that. Look at that beautiful blue ball just out there. Just yeah. Out there. What do you think they're yeah. doing down there? And then how long until people are like, shut the fuck up. We not like the earth, uh, we get it. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> fuck. I'm sick of this place. I'm going to go keep making moon widgets. <laughs> Six months later, like his, like the walls are smeared with blood, hand, handprints, like blood handprints. <laughs> he, couldn't, uh, he couldn't handle the moon madness. <laughs> moon madness, y'all. Take me back to the ball. It- <laughs> you guys ever wonder if there's more to to moon colonization than just mining the moon for our moon widgets to make Bezos bucks? Oh. Uh, yeah. So I just, yeah. In a nutshell. That's where I sit on on the moon colony. I think like there's no reason. The reason why we don't have it is because we're not hot on space travel. What's your job on the moon colony? Uh, you know, I I could get down with uh, you know, some looking out for some looking out for some uh, asteroids, another debris coming our way. Maybe we have a giant moon laser to blast shit away from us. Yeah, I'm basically just like living out asteroids the video game in real life uh, on the moon colony. Yeah, you're the gunner on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be um I would I'd like to be the first uh, moon attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I practice moon law. Yeah, moon yeah. law, right? Do do you need your your moon contracts notarized cuz I'm the only game in town. <laughs> Dial 155 moon for you. Are you rights in French Japan? I'm here for you. I'm already Vive. I'm the first moon lawyer. <laughs> Sam, what would be your job in the moon colony? Um, it would be a head moon chef, and all I would prepare would be meals and a pill. You just won the tr- you just yeah you just won the, tr- the transition award. I'm segueing. So we've got a moon colony, and it's going up against meals and a pill. Those people on the moon got to eat something, and the future promised us uh, an entire meal's worth, like a, a flavor journey. Uh, from apps desserts in a pill form. So this is one of the more depressing ones to me because you're right. The promise of this was like a full turkey, like a full Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, right? In a pill. And like you you swallow the pill and like you can taste it. Like you got like the mashed potatoes, you got the cranberries and everything. Um, and what we actually got is like meal shakes and like soylent <laughs> which is like here's your caloric intake for this meal yeah we didn't get uh you know a delicious uh flavor journey and nourishment of a meal and a pill we got that slop shit from the matrix mm-hmm. yeah we got that slime garbage in a bottle <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a whole experience and there's a, there's a there's a it's um, a whole thing yeah um, yeah whole factory experience uh component to it it's a whole thing people have meals that's how you meet your friends uh, i'm uh so i, I think I, I i feel you and i think that uh the the meal of the future that we were promised was like the 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 wonders of the microwave and look how that turned out uh my, like microwaving anything is always a sad endeavor yeah it's a it's a last it's a last resort microwaving coffee oh that's the worst yeah it's oh. not great uh but i think there's two there's two i see the the two purposes here so i'm with you with that i would love to be able to put something in a machine and then like 
like, hey, Thanksgiving meal, it's actually good, edible, delicious. That's I think that's a future we need to pursue. But I still think there's like, hey, you're on the moon colony. I ain't turkeys around here. But if you want the experience, still get nourishment, but have but have that flavor, that creature comfort of that, right? Tap into those like those memories of that and stuff. I, I still think there's a benefit to the pill that just gives you what you need, but also I don't know. I, I feel like I would I feel like people would get uh crazy addicted to meals in a pill, especially they'd be like Doritos, Doritos, Doritos. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think there would be problems. I think I think I think there would be problems. I think there would be some 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 problems there. Even if it all worked, I definitely think there would be like you're so and so from Moon Colony too. He's just man, that guy's just popping pills like crazy. Like, yeah, what is he on? He's on uh, uh sweet spicy mm. uh, nacho Doritos. Yeah, he's just he's real bad on it. Okay, how about this? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you my new product. I'm going to kickstart food gum. Okay. You still get to chew it a bunch and you keep the flavor going, but it's not little pills that you're mm-hmm. popping. Matt, would you chew gum that would just like taste like a turkey dinner? Like prepared, like for a while to keep the the flavor journey going? Is that like a, does that make it more palatable? I, th- I think you get to a point where you're at diminishing returns because what you'd eventually, Okay. So it'd be like a like a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox kind of thing. Like you know how when you eat, you you see like the the Pringles fl- flavors that are like pizza and like mozzarella sticks, but it's a goddamn chip, right? It's not actually a slice of pizza. So like you're just like getting reminded of the flavor. And I wonder if like that's the problem that you would have with uh, uh what'd you call it? Yeah, food gums. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm in shark. I'm I'm on Moon Colony Shark Tank here. I'm on, I'm on, here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going with, with food gum and I'm going to purchase the add on that just came out, which is like fake food in front of you that you can like cut, <laughs> like pretend, like pretend to cut <laughs> into pieces. And then it like just get puts itself back together. It's just, I you're you're just have like, Play-Doh and you're just rolling yeah. your food into shapes. Yeah. That... <laughs> so the theme of this round, gentlemen, is the longest overdue. Straight out the gate, I'm going Moon Colony. That's the most beneficial without being weird. (laughs) Food gum, it's weird. (laughs) I don't want to be in a room with 15 people that are all chewing gum all day long. (laughs) I just don't want it. It's it's, okay, guys. It's lunchtime, break time. Uh, Everyone goes into the cafeteria and just sits there and unwraps their gum and just they'll just stare forward and just meow, meow, meow. It just looks like a bunch of goddamn cows in a field. I think I'm with you because meals and a pill seem like a thing to help people who are doing like deep space exploration and they're far from home. And this is to keep you from getting the space crazies. It's a nice to have. We don't need it. But Moon Colony seems like a good thing for us to aspire to as a people. Yeah, we are humans and we explore. We are explorers. I am with you guys. I think the Moon Colony is longest overdue. Excellent. Um, So do you guys think Mac tonight is the president of the Moon Colony? Because he's got a big old moon head. More like the uh, the king, not so much the president. Uh, He rules with an iron fist. I think it's Moon Colony versus his faction. No. Oh. Which leads to the first Moon War. Ooh. Where were you when the Moon War started? Moon Colony, Texas.
to the moon. Choke on this meals and a pill. <laughs> next up, what do we got? Next up, next matchup, longest overdue. Nanobots versus space travel for all. That's the key, right? Like, not just space travel, but for all. For all. Not just billionaires in, in cowboy hats. Yeah, you know, everyone can go on the Princess Cruise space line. But you can go on, you know, uh, Carnival Cruise in, in, in the cosmos. Uh, and not just uh, billionaires and trillionaires. Yeah, and I'm going to harken back to, like, one of the best future sci-fi uh, d- depictions of like the future, you know, as it should be kind of thing is like the fifth element. They have a whole, like the whole climax of the movie takes place on a like space cruise, space cruise. And that is a fucking awesome concept. Oh, with like interstellar sleep. <sighs> mm-hmm. Uh, where would you guys want to go? If you could do uh space travel. I'd love to do like uh like an astral photography tour. Just cruises past all the yeah. planets, gets you nice and close, mm-hmm. so you can get all your all your pictures to put up on space Instagram, spacegram, spacegram. Uh, I think I would one hundred percent be down for some uh, interstellar tourism. I yeah sure same thing. All the planets sound like fucking hell holes, so um wouldn't want to <laughs> touch uh like actually go. I want to see some cool, like, consulate, like, I don't know, some cool, like, colorful, like, galaxies off in the distance and shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think now uh, I, I feel like, yeah, commercial space travel um, was, I feel like back in the early 2000s, like, it's a thing, man, Virgin Galactic, like, here we go, like, buckle mm-hmm. up. And then it's like, actually, we kind of just, like, kind of. Just get you close and hit some zero G's. Let me bounce you around the, the hull of a sh- uh, of an airplane uh, at a rap yeah. uh, as we rapidly fall and hurtle back towards the earth to simulate uh, low gravity. Not really the future that uh, we were promised. Space travel for all is up against nanobots, which I feel like is a future we were promised. And in sci-fi, this is just like the random ex- this is just like the bullshit explanation for anything that happens yes. in sci-fi it's like oh that character was dead they're back nanobots oh nanobots bitch we cured this disease how nanobots oh what's your suit made out of it's nanotech oh sure sure yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the sci-fi equivalent of like magic you know what I mean? Like, oh, how do we do yes. something without yeah. seeing it and blah 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 uh some fucking nanobot bullshit but here's the th- here's the thing. Here's my like thing about that. Na- I like I love the idea of nanobots, and it's like I don't know about you, but I've read, I've picked up like here and there articles throughout the last like essentially what two decades where they're like, hey, scientists, you know, just like invented the first you know microscopic robot that can actually do this stuff. Or even I think like a few a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I read. A like one of those tiny little like uh, microscopic uh, robots or like cell sized robots was able to like reproduce some crazy shit. So I I feel like they're doing this stuff in a lab somewhere, right? Like they're getting these little tiny microscopic things like ro- like to exist, and not only that, 
like the 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 health benefits of all this stuff like forget all like the suits of armor and all that cool like you know of course like weapons level shit but like they promise that these things like they'll be able to like put in your blood and like and i don't know like get rid of like cancer cells and like I don't know, like reverse the aging, like do all this cool shit because they're fit, like literally inside of you changing things. It's not like done through through chemistry or anything like that. It's literally done through a thing touching another thing, but on the microscope, like on the microscopic level, which I think is like super cool and like super sci-fi, but also like here to like today in some aspects you know i don't know i think i think there's a lot of cool like real amazing benefits like real life cool benefits that could come out of something like this anyways no i agree it's something to be optimistic about i feel like uh this could be the 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 best of us like right like this is like an optimistic view of like what science can do and everything is like helping the body heal with nano robots yeah. And I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like we're getting there. And obviously, like the promise, right? Like, I think more so than anything we've talked about thus far, like, has the biggest impact, like, for humanity, like, most good. Uh, so here's here's how I picture nanorobots, and you can't convince me that this isn't what they are. Um, I picture them like little doozers from uh, Fraggle Rock. Like, they all <laughs> have like little hard hats and like work boots and stuff and like scaffolding, but they're like tiny, tiny, tiny little things. Um, I like you know, it working on your insides. So let's imagine, let's, you know, imagine uh, future world nanobots are a thing. Uh, uh, what is the dumbest thing um, that like, oh yeah, cure cancer, but no, no, no. It's actually going to do this um, instead. Fucking boners. Like, of course, the, the only way we're going to get there <laughs> is, is fucking. Yeah. But like nano, nano boner bots, we'll have nanobots tomorrow. So we've got space travel for all and nanobots. And the theme is longest overdue. I got to say, we went to the moon 50 years ago. It's got to be space travel for all. Yeah, this is a tough one because it's not what's best for humanity. It's it's uh, being overdue. Oh, man. This one hurts. Yeah, because uh, we're not really the question. is not really like best good, most good, most needed. But we we probably could have done it, but still no. I think it's for me sp- space travel. For I don't want it to be yeah. because I I feel better about nanobots. But yeah, I think like they were making movies in the like fucking twenties. Like one of the first movies they ever made was like people going into the, on the moon mm-hmm. and shit. Like right. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be the space space travel for all. That's the Poseidon adventure in space, which means space travel for all. Takes. Moving on into our bright podcasting future. Uh, what's our next matchup? Next up, longest overdue, we've got actually good VR and AR versus self-tying shoes. <laughs> These two could not be further apart. Yes. Well, it's like an entire augmented world of, at your fingertips, and the other is literally just like, I'm going to tie your shoes for you. Hey, you know what? You get up every day, you got to put some goddamn shoes on. Sometimes you want to tie those sons of bitches. So you were talking about actually good, like virtual reality and what? Augmented reality, Yes, an actually good virtual reality and augmented reality. Uh, So I should say starting off. So we have 
we have some of this in our hands now. We have VR in our hands. We have VR headsets. Um, I think the future we promise with AR or is right. Like minority report, Tom Cruise, like putting together this like uh, evidence board of all this stuff, right? Like, let me move my hands in the air a lot. Incredibly inefficient, by the way. Yes, very inefficient. And if you're going to work and you're going to like have your arms raised for like six hours at a time, that's going to be pretty painful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think like in movies and in like sci-fi promise, like these uh, expansive, immersive, like better than life, indistinguishable from life experiences in VR. uh, Far from this promise. I think AR even further behind in its promise. What do you think? I mean, even the the promises right now are like low stakes, like the VR that that we're getting promised in. Uh, I I wish I w- couldn't. I wasn't using this word. Metaverse uh, is like cartoon bears in a boardroom. Very unimaginative. Uh, even the the depressing results against the existing goalposts are still like super close to to the ground. Being able to to occupy the same space as somebody you cannot be in with physical, like physically, I think is is some good shit. But like just being in the conference room with your work people to have a meeting, I don't know. That doesn't or like shopping, but like you're just like going down virtual aisles and like picking up virtual ketchup bottles, which is uh, inefficient and boring and terrible. Well, I think outside of some very specific use cases and applications, like uh, I'm doing 3d work in CAD or um, some actual like 3d environment design or whatever, like obviously that being in a 3d space makes a lot of sense, right. For very niche uh, needs and use cases. Um, I, I, I think though, on the other hand, I think AR has, um, a lot more benefit to humanity and a lot more applica- like beneficial applications for everyday people to use. I think also for VR, um, the technology, the, the technology um, is getting close. And like, I think the general consensus is that things like Oculus are getting pretty close, but still um, it's still far enough away from like, from feeling real enough to like your your brain and your senses and your eyes and everything. So, I mean, many people can't wear a VR headset for more than 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Um, but that's getting better too with the advancements in the technology yeah. and... Yeah, it it is, it, yeah, you're, you're right. It is getting better like from the early prototypes and the headsets to like the current, like, like the Quest 2, I think is probably the... If I had to like pitch someone on VR right now, like the future and the potential, I'd say I'd put a quest two on them and say, play Beat Saber, try these applications, like, um, you know, make a doodle in 3D space. Like that stuff is, those are incredible and like impactful, but it is still like, uh, I've got maybe 45 minutes before, and I have a high tolerance for that stuff. I've got maybe 45 minutes before I'm like sweating and feel like I'm doing something to my brain that is just not right. Yeah. Yeah. I think AR is the better solution and the future of work than VR is. Yes. VR is like, let me be in call of duty. Mm -hmm. Like for now, at least (laughs) let me know the true terrors of war. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, the safety of my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can have some pretty you can have some pretty amazing experiences in VR, um, uh, which I've like I've had, um, and I think it's it's a really cool experience, but it's not something that is like it's not the thing we've been waiting for as like a, as as a, as a as a people. <laughs> yeah. What is there to say about self tying shoes that is not? in the phrase self-tying shoes yeah like it me but like it's that's the better pitch right because you're just like you get it you're like what if i never had to bend down again to tie my shoes i just didn't know that like shoelaces were like a scourge on the world like if if only we could get rid of shoelaces uh i don't know i i, I see a potential future here where you know your shoes um you know of an appropriate size that they they've like shrink to, or they tie to the exact level of tightness that they should be uh, for foot health and comfort. And what a miracle of science it would be. Yeah. A miracle of science. Get, get uh, all the podiatrists on this. Okay. Um, Cause I still feel like I walk and be like, I don't, I don't know. I've, I, I, maybe I've never been in love with sho- a shoe. I hate shoes <laughs> in general. This is going to be your new side hustle. Podiatrists hate them. <laughs> What if, um, like, there was a problem, like, with one of these shoes, like a defect, and they, like, tied, like, they just kept on tightening and tightening and tightening? You need, like, a Jaws of Life. Oh. Or they tied themselves together, or they, like, tied your feet to a radiator or something. Like, yeah, what if, like, like the, the, what, if, what if they could be hacked? Yeah. Oh. My shoes are, are, are running an old, unpatched version of Android. It sucks. <laughs> Sam, I thought you were going to say like your shoes are like making you run. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the opposite. Like you're you're walking down the street and your shoes crash and then you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you like fall over. Like you can't lift your. <laughs> like, like you can't go analog all of a sudden. Like it's just no. like, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. actually use your. It's feet not anymore. an escalator to stairs situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you synced your shoes today? <laughs> have you plugged them into the cube? Have they been plugged in? Have been, they been charged? You probably would have to charge it. That would fucking suck. You have like a base station to take your shoes off and then plug them in. <laughs> and probably end up stinking, like stinking to high hell. Well, that's where the, that's where the scientists get the podiatrist in there. The smart shoe. So self-tying shoes versus uh, actually good VR and AR. Which one's uh, longest overdue? I'm going to be a purist here, and I believe that the longest overdue are the self-tying shoes. <laughs> I'm I'm going to stay true with this. Like, if we did it with nanobots, we're going to have to do it here. I'm going, I'm going actually good AR and VR. It's overdue. More so than the self-tying shoes. Because I feel like that's really just a back to the future thing. Uh, so I'm excited to be the tiebreaker here. I never get to be the tiebreaker. Um, but I am sad to say, I have to say self di- self-tying shoes because the parameters are so small. It's really just, I mean, it's so overdue because it's just take the shoes and tie themselves. Like the world fair in like 19, wherever 1930, right? Like they weren't talking about like, put on your goggles and be in a different virtual environment. I mean, maybe they were, I just see them more being simple. Like, you know, 
you know, mom, mom doesn't have to tie Billy's shoes anymore. Um, yeah, the trash will take know. itself out, and your shoes will tie true. itself. Yes. That is true. Yes. I wonder though, like, what is the what is the first like, or what is like early like conception of VR and AR? Like, what? I'm I'm just trying to think of like things where it's like, what is the early? Because there's a lot of stuff in like the 80s, sci-fi, yeah. 90s of like. I like even the seventies too, like like cyberpunk stuff, like that was aspirational. Right? Like the internet, like the internet was conceived as the thing that you, a place you went, you know, like uh, this otherworldly yeah. place that you went. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have to, I think I have to agree with you guys. Um, I think it's self tying shoes. <laughs> Next up, robot butlers versus automated kitchens. Also talking about cleaning, right? It's not just like it makes a bowl of cereal, then you have to clean it, clean everything up. Like it, it, it cleans up for yeah, we're you. Talking like soup to nuts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> soup to nuts. Hey, I like it. Is this like the 1950s version? Because in the 1950s version, the cleaning still ha- needs to happen by a by a person. Um, I'm gonna throw a wrench in this because I feel like the old, like the 50s version of the automated kitchen i feel like we got that like we got dishwashers we got mixers we got ovens and microwaves like toasters and shit like that was the the soda stream a soda stream with all the bubs um <laughs> with maximum bubs we got shit we didn't even think about air fry ipads with facetime and shit right where you could like just like drop in and like say hi to grandma in our kitchen like i feel like the old version of the automated kitchen we kind of got that what we need though is the Jetsons version of the kitchen. Explain to me what what is the Jetsons version of Okay. Uh so you walk into the kitchen, uh you walk up to the little tablet that's like, you know, uh in in the refrigerator and you say, um, hey Siri. Actually that's gonna make like oh yeah, there you go. You just kicked off the robot revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So you say uh you say, uh, hey, Cortana, um, I would like a bowl of cereal. And the refrigerator says, fantastic. Here uh, here comes your bowl of cereal in three, two, one. And then like a me- mechanical arm, it's like a boxing glove at the end of, uh, <laughs> of a spring. It like pulls out a bowl from the cabinet, <laughs> drops the bowl. Uh, there's like a hose that comes down like a, you know, um, uh, like when you get an oil change, but it's like coming down from the ceiling and it's got milk in there. Um, and then there's like another one, like a, like a vacuum like a giant tube that has cereal in it. So it's like very mechanical and everything. And it makes your bowl of cereal for you. Um, and then uh, gives you a spoon and says, bon appetit. Okay. Okay. Wait, that sounds very mechanical. That Like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we're talking about things in physical space. It has to be mechanical. I agree. But then like, would you need to like change its oil? Oh, all it would be a maintenance nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, you have to call over your robot handyman. <laughs> you need the maintenance plan. I got, you. I got you. Yeah, I mean, like, think about a dishwasher. Like, you still have to, like, rinse the shit before you put it in there. I yeah. mean, are you an over-rinser? Are you the kind of person that, like... I'm an over-rinser. I am. Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah. That you, like, clean it 95% of the way there and still put it in the dishwasher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Total waste of water over mm-hmm. here. Yeah, 100%. Um... But but you still have to like it's very like mechanical in there, right? Like there's there's um and same thing with like a washer and a dryer. It's very mechanical in there. It's really just like taking a machine and replicating the human washing experience. 
Um, same thing with like a uh, garbage disposal and everything. Oh, you know what? You know what we even have today is um, like slow cookers. Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm just going to dump an entire frozen turkey into this slow cooker. And when I come home from work, I'm going to have like dinner ready. Hey, so I'm going to call you on that because I think we've all we've always had that. Um, you just don't have to sit there and manage it. And then also, I think by extension, like the instant pot, like they had slow cook. They had pressure cookers before. Now it just doesn't explode. You know, like, and it's got a timer on it. Oh, look, I, I'm not going to say it isn't like a, a wonderful convenience and it's not great. I think like the mm-hmm. the whole process, though, I think the promise is like start to finish. Everything is kind of mechanized and like meal prep is done for you. Like mm. start to finish, right? Like I hit a yeah. button and I go, uh, yeah, ramen, <laughs> you know, and then bzz, 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 bowl pops out. Broth comes in, noodles pop, you know what I mean? Toppings, yep. whatnot, you know? Um, we're not there. We're there with, like, coffee, like a Keurig, Nespresso's. Like, those True. are kind of neat. I think all the things that come out of a Keurig are, is just hot water garbage. But, um, like, Nespresso is kind of there with kind of, like, an automated espresso, like, instant coffee, which oh, is good. Oh, man. Bobby, I'm having, like, a moment because I'm realizing that even, like, a like a regular coffee percolator. Like all it is, is like a pour over, but just like doing it for you. Mm -hmm. We're the laziest goddamn animals. Yeah, we are. What's the most like useless thing they've added to like the kitchens that we have today, like of the like kitchen of the future, like the smart kitchen thing that is like absolutely ridiculous and not needed. Like the dumbest thing. Um, hot take a panini press. Like I can take a sandwich and I can like put it on a griddle on the stove and then flip it over a couple of times. Yeah. All right. So Sam's wrong. Bobby, what about you? Uh, yes. Cause I feel like I'm with you, Sam. Cause you can buy a $25 iron weight that you've used yeah. for fucking ever. And like every greasy spoon fucking diner is just put a uh-huh. weight on a fucking pan. And there you go. Uh, you and a tasking, uh, I come a lesson from Alton Brown that I subscribed to a long time ago was, unitasking devices not uh not in my kitchen baby what do you think Corey? is there something you that uh the like apps like on your fridge that have nothing to do with the kitchen the the apps on the in the refri- on the refrigerator having a screen in the refrigerator that's running all sorts of ridiculous apps and stuff um it's kind of like the logical conclusion of what started with like microwave buttons. And like, do I really need like a potato button on the microwave? Yes. And it's the same thing. Like there's a straight line from the micro, the potato button on the microwave to having Twitter on the refrigerator. Okay. I'm going to defend the goddamn buttons on the microwave because are you, are you throwing an umbrage card? Okay. I could be number one, Mark, uh, dummy dipshit on this because I, I imagine if you were going to take if you're going to create a device and you're going to put a, a, a button on it that is for a singular purpose like potatoes there's a soup button uh veggies defrost meat it's because somewhere in a laboratory somewhere someone bought fifteen thousand potatoes and then optimize that mode to cook potatoes. And then here I am, asshole with a bag of potatoes. Am I just going to keep guessing about, because not all microwaves are made the same. Am I just going to keep guessing? No, I'm going to, I'm going to at least yeah, try you are, the because button. the potato button never works the way that you expect it to. Dude, I have buttons on my goddamn microwave right now. Beverage, perfect, perfect temperature. 
I have soup, perfect temperature soup. Why only the, like, if you're going to put in a, if you're going to give me a soup button and a potato button and a popcorn button, and maybe I think like, well, some other, you know, whatever, pizza button or human, some, human some other skin. button. Yes, human skin button. Give me, like, where, where does it stop, Bobby? Where does it end? I mean, look if you're if you're gonna tell look if you're gonna tell me if you're gonna put a, a a UI on a goddamn microwave and I could go hey this microwave it works to to spec so well that I could just tell you what's inside of it and you know better than I do about how to cook this like take imagine how many times have you taken something out of the microwave and been like fuck and then put it back in because it's still not hot enough like I'm just saying yeah. like. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think the promise of of the microwave that knows how to cook what the fuck is in it, like we need better. I'm just saying the world we deserve. Then they better haven't microwaves. fulfilled it. They haven't fulfilled their promise then, right. because yes. it should it be is long overdue. It yeah, should yeah. be take take the buttons away, make it completely digital, so that you can basically extend that mm-hmm. to whatever it is. Right? I'm putting in a. Uh, uh, an eight pound turkey in the microwave. Let me choose uh, eight pound uh, frozen <laughs> frozen turkey. Uh, I'm gonna it's put the in a the worst. Um, yeah, whatever, right? Like a human head. If you're if you're into human heads, um, let me choose the thing, right? But no, they only give you potato potato and soup. Um, okay, lightning round. I have three questions for you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, one: What is the worst thing to microwave? Like okay, quick. The, the like the immediate answer is fish, but I don't really eat Ooh. fish, and the smell is atrocious. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say one of the worst things to to microwave is popcorn. There's you know there's a button for that. There is a button, and it's always terrible. This is the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's dichot- It's hard because there's usually the box guide. There's what it says on the manufacturer on on the popcorn manufacturer's box. There's the directions and the guidelines, and then there's the button on the microwave. And I'm saying that's their s- mileage may vary on the efficacy of the button in the pre-programmed popcorn, popcorn mode on your microwave. But the reason why it's terrible, all of that's terrible, is because making it on the stove takes almost the same amount of time, and it's way more delicious, and you can season it and like eat it like a human being, and popcorn should be enjoyed uh, uh, like at its peak level. And I think that's on the stove. Like, don't be you're seasoning it now and stuff. Oh my God. Yeah, this is trust me, do it on the stove and do it up. Go just buy, go save your, actually save yourself some money and just buy popcorn kernels, put your own shit on it that you like. And I promise it will taste better. Yeah. Uh, and you won't burn it. And you buy like a 15 pound bag, like a burlap sack full of popcorn kernels for like 70 cents mm-hmm. or something that should have lasted you for years. Yeah. And yeah, you put some bar- butter, put some garlic salt, put some Parmesan. Cause dude, would you burn fucking popcorn in the microwave? The next six meals you make in the microwave <laughs> are going to fucking taste and smell like burnt fucking popcorn. It is not worth it. I, I don't think I've burnt. I, I'm first of all, I'm not doing your suggestion, and second of all, uh, <laughs> I I I've never I haven't it's not doing it. I'm not doing it. I haven't burnt uh, popcorn in the microwave in like years and years and years and years. I, I anyways here. I think uh, I think then the automated kitchen is for you, my friend. I think I think the promise of the future of the automated kitchen is for you. Ori, what's the what, what's the uh, what's the worst thing to to microwave? Maybe salad. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, salad's the worst. I put a wet oh. salad in the microwave, and I don't know what happened. 
The plate is hot and the lettuce is still cold. <laughs> it's wilted. Second question. Um, is is powers on the microwave actually a real thing or is that a lie from the microwave industry? Because I have never. That's a real thing. Actually changed the power. on. You should. It's a real thing. Because you're wasting time with the trial and error of uh, you're you're playing a risky game by cooking everything on maximum because maximum is like fucking nuclear. Like that's all I do is I, I put something in there and I hit thirty seconds. I've never put in anything like I've never done it any other way besides just like put something in the microwave, hit thirty seconds. I imagine you're probably in a thing where you like got a bowl of soup and you're like thirty seconds, thirty seconds, <laughs> yeah, thirty seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it like six 30 times. Seconds. There are things where you could just put it on like 70 for three minutes, walk away and come back. And it's evenly heated through because the cause slow and low still applies to the microwave. Hmm. You're giving me something to think about. Sam, you're not doing that. Yeah, you're not doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And third and final lightning round question. Um, do you stop the microwave before it gets to zero to stop it from beeping? Is it one o'clock in the morning? Uh, it is 945 at night. Yes, I do that compulsively. And I didn't really think that I did that, but I, I do realize that I do pull it like one second because mm. I don't want to hear that loud ass beep. You got to. Do you clear it or do you just leave it on that like one second? No, <laughs> you <next> clear <laughs> it because I'm not a psychopath. We're not fucking animals here. We weren't. Yeah, we're not goddamn animals. We live in a goddamn society. <laughs> I mean, somebody else, you're. you're just whoever uses it next is going to like. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That guy that never clears the one second and also never cleans the inside of the microwave, you know who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like like you open up somebody's like you open up the microwave and there's there's just marinara everywhere, uh-huh. like on the seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a massacre. It's just a massacre of like meat, like a meatball marinara like was put yeah. in there. But yeah, yeah. All right, so we got uh, automatic kitchen. Yeah. Versus. Versus. Robot butlers. Somebody's got to clean this shit up. Someone's got to. So we're not thinking of like uh, the jet again. The Jetsons. Um, not like Rosie. Jetsons robot. Rosie. I think that yeah. yeah. The the like uptight British butler is is more of the that thing everybody wants. Okay, we're thinking more like Jeeves or. So what would you want a robot butler to actually do? unload and unload the dishwasher because like let's let's fully automate this task let's the dishwasher is an incredible piece of technology yeah. but i still don't want to put the shit in there and i don't want to take the shit out <laughs> so i'll just i'll go right to the end of this sentence um i don't know why it has to be like i think there's a lot of cool robot shit that a house could do i don't know why it has to be like a humanoid robot that does it I don't know if it's any more, you know, like, cause now we're like all about smart, smart houses and things just happening, you know, for us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I like, but it's like a robot butler also like the nanny and like, they drive you to the places that you like, it's a whole. Yeah. Cause I, cause yeah, I feel like, uh, the promise of this stuff was always like, yeah. Um, we're even seeing it now of like, hey, robots are going to be taking care of the elderly in the future and providing care and uh, friendship and kindness. It's like, well, I mean, we could do that. We could do the friendship. And kindness yeah, if we thing. weren't if, if we weren't so shitty, like we could actually like care for our elders. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, we'll have robots yeah. It. Um, but yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, I see it as like, yeah, robot, au pair, butler and tutor groundskeeper. Like everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
personal trainer, mm-hmm. yeah, assassin, mm-hmm. um, closet organizer, mm. uh, life coach. Yeah, D- the laundry, laundry into the machine, out of the machine, hanging that shit up. <sighs> fluff and fold, man. I would kill for a fluff and fold bot. Mm-hmm. So lightning round, guys. Sam, Bobby, what would be the yeah. one thing that you would like if they said like, okay, robot butlers are now a thing. They're now available, mm-hmm. but you haven't gotten one all this time until, you know, they announce uh, the new, you know, robot butler 3.0 and now it can do X. And you're like, okay, that's a game changer for me. What is it? Man, I'm sorry to be such a basic bitch on this, but it really is laundry. Just that like constant carousel and, or that constant treadmill of like wear, wash, fold, put away, wear, wash, pull, fold, put away. That's uh, that that is just the dregs of humanity to me. And if I could get a robot to do that for me, I'd buy it in an instant. I know that makes me basic. I don't care. Not with you. Laundry sucks. I'm with you. I think that's, laundry. I think that's it for me too. There's like art in other things that you could do, like. There's a like certain like even cleaning and stuff has a kind of like an interior design or like with the way that you have your home and everything is like personalized to you. Cooking is an art. Um, uh, how you like have the outside or the inside organized and stuff is like, yes, it's very much it's, it's, it's your own thing. Whereas like there's no art to laundry. Mm-hmm. There's there's no there. There's you clean it and then you put it away and you wear it again. End of. Uh, also, you said treadmill, which which reminded me that there's a serious lack of conveyor belts and treadmills to bring us shit. And I feel like the future promised us a lot of that as well. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we're better off not having that because we can we can real quickly get into like a Wally type of situation where we're just sitting there and things are just being like we don't ever move. Uh, um, uh, so we got robot butlers um, going up against automated kitchens. What is longest overdue? I think as you guys pointed out, automated kitchen is is all is we're nearly there. We're getting there. It's a slow clip, but I think we're almost there. The closest thing to a robot butler I've got in this house is a Roomba that's like super dumb, like literally and metaphorically sucks. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's robot butlers. I think it's robot butlers. Yeah. Robot Butler takes it away because I'm done with it. We hope you're enjoying this very special episode of the second best show. We enjoy having you here. If you'd like to help the show, go to dippers.restaurant. Wait, Sam, is that real? That sure is, Bobby. Go to dippers.restaurant and rate the show. It helps get the show in front of new friends. And again, that URL, Sam, this is real. You, you bought that domain? Yeah, yeah. It's it's dippers.restaurant, yes. That URL again is dippers.restaurant. Thank you so much for listening. All right. That's a round one. That takes us through round one. Longest overdue. And you know what's long overdue? Round two. Round two. Woo. Bobby, what's our theme for round two? Most ambitious. So first up, we have the moon colony 
versus space travel for all. Very minor differences here. <laughs> yeah. But let's go for it anyways. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that space travel for all is more of an economic economical thing, and the moon colony is a combination of e- uh, e- economy and like science. Like, is the science there yet for for a moon colony? I don't know. Maybe the answer is yes. Uh, I feel like the science could be there, or if it's not, it could very quickly, like within y- you know a few years, be there. If like we put in the the money and effort into it where I think space travel for all is basically there, but we can't do it because we can't afford it like individually, right? Only the rich people can, can do it because they have the money to do it. That's my, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go alternate because I think um, the most ambitious is the moon colony because you go for a difference between, yes, we can get people off the planet traveling in space we have the iss right so we can have docking with other ships and moving people around and bodies and places like throughout space right it's just a matter of cost safety um right uh you're not going very far but you can do some some form of basic space travel today that is theoretically possible i think the thing that's there yeah it's there there. it's there yeah um i think the problem is like so i think moon colony is more ambitious because you're talking about a matter of we have traveled through space now we need to sustain life here in some way shape or form that's true yeah i think a moon colony probably seems feasible now i think we could we could we could probably do it that feels like the more ambitious project to me i i agree yeah a moon colony at its most optimistic is about like uh planet hopping and extending the human race and and uh adventure and, and exploration uh whereas space travel for all feels more like tourism like space tourism which is fine but for most ambitious i think we're talking moon colony yeah i'll go with you to the moon how long so bobby you you said that you like sign me up I want to go to the moon colony. How long do you guys think that you would last on the moon before you were like, I need a, you know, I need, I need a vacation. Uh, I need to see some, some blue sky or I need something. I need something else. I need to change the scenery. Well, let's see. How long has this, uh, this whole shit show been going on? We're over two, uh, about two years now. Um, so at least two years without, Space madness, I think. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I could say confidently I could probably deal with anything for two years at this point. <laughs> we'll see how much longer that goes. But all right. Um nine hours? Ten hours maybe? That's that sounds about right. That's and about then like I'd be like f- in full like mood madness has got you. they'd finally put wire ties around somebody wire tie up sam's hands because he's got full-on mood madness he's only been there for 11 hours you don't think would you last do you think you could last long a moon colony ori i think i probably could um i don't know if i'd be able to do two years just because like not having the, the cycles of like the day and night i think would get to me like probably within like six months um I'd have the moon moon madness, y'all. Well, I think you'd have to do it for at least two years because you got to pay off those like moon law school student moon loans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lunar law is not cheap. Lunar law. Lunar law is not. Cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. Well, here you start off as a paralegal. You know, you got to you got to put in your your dues. Yeah. 
uh, I think uh, it would take a really long time for me to get bored there because I feel like the 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 fun of low gravity would be infinitely enjoyable mm-hmm. without the crushing weight of. Are we all thinking the same thing? We're all thinking the same. Yeah. Thing, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And think of all the new weird sports and games you could create in in low gravity. <gasps> Moon tennis. Yeah. I could felt like we could make wind jammers a reality. I don't know if you've ever played that that old game, but uh, it's basically like competitive frisbee. It's like frisbee soccer. It's very fun. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you could do it on the moon. So I think I'd be okay. So I feel like the moon colony. Moon colony. I feel like takes yep. it. Takes it, baby. Yeah. Space travel for all. Get fucked. That's what Jeff Bezos says. Space travel for me and not for thee. <laughs> Next up, self-tying shoes <laughs> versus uh, robot butlers. Most ambitious. <laughs> when the like when they first thought of self-tying shoes, like whoever like, you know, the originator of like this idea. Do you think to them it was like moon colony level ambition or do you feel like they you know was it it's probably like a cobbler on mushrooms in the 1800s <laughs> <laughs> looked to the skies it was like self-tying clogs they were probably not they it wasn't just like uh you know the 40s but with self-tying shoes it was we'll have self-tying shoes amongst all of these other ingenious and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. Okay, right. okay, right. Like a cornucopia of um, wearables, like uh, self-adjusting hats, self-heating jackets, like Marty McFly. Uh, they weren't heating; they were drying. Sam, drying mode on. Jacket drying. <sighs> Your jacket is now dry, <sighs> guys. Uh, all right, guys. I, I I don't. There's nothing else here. There's there's Ro- robot butler takes it, <laughs> takes it away, folds it nicely, and puts it in the drawer, baby. That was a very valiant effort, Oria. I commend you. S- Self tying shoes. You better. Uh, they're out for a recall because they are spontaneously catching on fire. Get fucked, cobblers. <laughs> If you make shoes, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! So, that is round two. That was a lightning round of round two. (laughs) You guys want to play a game before the finals? Yes, indeed. Yes, game me. All right, excellent. I got a good game for you guys today. Um, all right, so uh, uh, this game is called uh, Second Best Friendship Test. We obviously don't test our friends. We're friends no matter what, um, but uh, sometimes we test our friends. I'm going to give you a list of three celebrities. These three celebrities are your best friends, and you have to help one of them move. You have to go to one of their improv shows, and you have to drive one to the airport. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you three celebrities. You tell me which you're going to help move, which uh, you're going to go to their improv show, and which you're going to drive to the airport. Okay. Okay. Bobby, let's start with you. Okay. Patrick Swayze, Patrick Dempsey, 
and Patrick Stewart. Huh. Okay. What are you thinking? In order of hotness. <laughs> well, it's Stewart. Captain Picard all the way. Yeah, it's Stewart yeah, all the way yeah, at the yeah, top, yeah. right? Stewart Swayze Dempsey. I'll go with that, Sam. I'm gonna help uh I'm gonna help Patrick Stewart move. Because that's a real fucking bro move right there. Mm. That, that's a real friend move is to help somebody move. Plus, you get to spend the day with them. You're probably going to end up like ordering a pizza, having a beer. He's going to order a pizza for you for sure. Yeah. Or he might be like moving some Star Trek memorabilia and be like, you know what? I don't, you know, I don't really need this. This means, <sighs> might be, mean a lot more to you. Uh, Bobby Boats, go ahead and here, take this. I would drive Patrick's Swayze to the airport. Real friend move. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you have like a nice conversation. He realizes you're doing you solid, and then I'd probably go to Patrick Dempsey's like improv show because you're all it's already improv, <laughs> and it can't get much worse if you throw Patrick Dempsey in there, uh, who I really feel neutral about. Okay, so you've already you're, you're going to improv show. You've already lost, <laughs> and that's where I stand. All right, Ori. Help them move, go to their improv show, drive to the airport. David Schwimmer, David Hasselhoff, David Blaine. I would help Blaine move. Uh, here's why. Because he probably ha- has all like the magician's shit. Oh, ton of weird All that magic shit. shit? All yeah. that magic shit. Yeah. yeah, all that weird shit. And I just want to get in there and see what's up. <laughs> but he'd probably have me sign like an NDA. Okay, so I'd help him move. I would take um Hasselhoff to the airport all the way because getting in the car with Hasselhoff I might even have him drive who knows uh depending what he's up for you probably want to play his music for you yeah well okay if he's in the car and he wants to play his music for me fuck yeah go for it um he probably has some cool stories but and here's the thing it might go like bad real quick right you might want like an out um, with Hasselhoff, like it might be really cool or it might, it might suck. And so like you could be, you know, and so like the drive to the airport is the drive to the airport. It could be like an hour. It could be an hour and a half, right? Oh shit. Uh, we're here, you know, see you later. I think Hasselhoff, uh, I'll drop him off. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I guess I'll go to Schwimmer's improv show, uh, because I can see Schwimmer doing, doing a little bit better than Dempsey, um, on the improv. I'm going to go out on in the defense of David Trimmer because I think he say what you want about like friends and the character he played. But I think that guy has some serious comedic chops. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so those are my picks. Um, uh, Blaine, uh, David like Blaine. We're, yeah, we're going to move. Um, we're going to take Hasselhoff to the airport and uh, we're going to go to David Schwimmer's improv show. Bring the flyer so we can get in for a discount. Yep. Why do I feel like David Blaine would not order you pizza if you helped him move? No, he wouldn't. No way. He'd show you a goddamn magic trick. I made you think you ate pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, here we go. Uh, Oprah, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. That's a tough one. All of these are bad. That's a tough one. I know. Oprah, like I want to say help Oprah move. Mm-hmm. But, like, she probably has so much shit. I know. She's moving out of a mansion in Santa Barbara. You sure you want to do that? I like, yeah. a ton of shit. But, you know, I feel like she's, I don't know, probably an all right lady. I'd help her out. Um, she gave a bunch of people cars. 
Uh, <laughs> um, she seems like, you know, if I'm going to do her solid, uh, yeah, I think it's Oprah. I think I'd help her remove. It would be an endeavor. She'd probably give me a car. Uh, so, uh, or, you know, yeah, recommend some books to me. Um, I'm going to drive Dr. Phil to the airport to get him far away from me. <laughs> because he'd probably spend the entire ride being like, what you need to do is stop. Stop what? What you need to do is, is get off at the hunger. <laughs> <laughs> I said stop it in and out. Uh, yeah, I would want to get that dude away from me. And then I'd probably go to Dr. Oz's improv show just so I could heckle the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah, there we go. I like it. Well, hey, hot take. Uh, Dr. Oz's improv show is the Dr. Oz show, mm. right? He's like, I need a um, a suggestion from the audience. <laughs> I heard intermittent fasting. <laughs> I like it. Those are Those are solid, solid choices. All right, last one. Ori, are you ready? I'm ready. Judy Dench, Ooh. Judy Greer, and Judge Judy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, um, I am all day long going to help Dame fucking Judy Dench move. Oh, I was hoping you'd say that. That is the bro move to do. Um, you got to respect that shit. She's Judy goddamn Dench. You help her move. You help. You help her. Mo- Judy Dench calls me. And I'm, uh, baby, I'm bringing my truck. Like, uh, we're, we're anything you need. Uh, and I'm bringing the fucking pizza and beers. <laughs> you don't need, don't, don't, don't you worry about a thing. Yeah. And so I'm bringing that shit over there. We're going to hang out all day. We're going to. Why don't you go sit in the Papazan? I'll take care of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't move a muscle. You don't move a muscle. I'm, don't you worry. You know, I'm going to move the Davenport. <laughs> I'll move the fridge. The apothecary table. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'm helping her move, and there's you can't stop me. I'm going mm. to, uh, I'm going to take um, Judge Judy to the fucking airport because she needs to get somewhere and she needs to get there fast. And I know how to um, handle the streets, the, the mean streets of of L.A. Um, to get her there in the most efficient and timely way possible. I think she'd probably be like arguing with Google Maps the whole time. And you could get into a lively conversation with her about Moonlaw. <laughs> Moonlaw. Well, yes. And, well, here's the thing. And she would, so uh, Judge Judy versus Google Maps, she would win. Google Maps would be like, <laughs> okay. okay. I'm trying to piss on me and tell me it's raining. Updating yeah. her out. Um, <laughs> um, and then I would, uh, I would go to Judy Greer's improv show because she's hilarious. And I mm-hmm. think she, if there's anybody that could actually make it enjoyable, it'd be yes. Judy Greer. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sweet. That was a uh, second best friendship test. Did we pass? Yes, you did. Yes. You guys always pass the second best friendship test. time for the final round you guys ready no theme head to head head to head this one's for all the moon marbles it's the moon colony versus robo butlers second best future tech we we are still waiting for or never never got whatever whatever it is yes um (laughs) 
Robot Butler, we are making little tiny baby steps towards, uh, like Bobby, you mentioned Roombas and, um, and that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. But we are closer with robot butlers than we are to a moon colony, which still remains complete science fiction. Yes, but this one, again, this one's devoid of the, of the theme. So it's like, which one's the best? Lockouts aside, second best. I'm going out early out of the gate with robot butlers because that helps me now. If that thing's doing laundry and doing dishes and doing yard work, that helps me now. Because if we had, there's a moon colony now, guess what? I'm still doing moon laundry. I'm probably <laughs> doing washing moon dishes. But think of the greater good. Think of like humanity and the, and like what a moon colony would do for humanity. Yeah. It would take us from the confines of a singular planet and launch us into the cosmos to adventure into faraway worlds. The first step. Easy, e- easy there, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. Easy. <laughs> Uh, well, so I'm going to agree with you, Sam. I think the moon colony is the best future tech that that we're still chasing. Uh, I think robot butlers are. There's a little bit of like a, a iRobot situation, true, uh, with the robot butlers. Like the the you know we're that's one step closer to the robot uprising. Would you constantly be like looking over your shoulder and making sure that the robot butler wasn't like right behind you? <laughs> Or like, would it shut down at night? Like, you know, the eyes, like the power up eyes, like they're green or red means it's on. I imagine like a big thing with like arms. Like I'm, when I think about that, I'm thinking like Star Wars droid, like adorable robot that does this stuff. I don't need something that looks like a fucking human. But that, that's what we're going to get. I know. That's what I'm thinking as a humanoid robot. But that's yeah, what we're going to no. get, though. That's all theoretical, baby. You don't know. I want something. If they could give me something that could do my dishes and laundry that like beeped and booped like R2-D2 and he was adorable and he was just like, <laughs> like, I'd be like, fuck, you're my best friend. Oh, I'd be all over it. You're thinking like a trash can, the robot yeah. or like yeah. like, yeah. A, like a fridge, the robot, right? Like yeah. I'd be wheels. into that. Yeah. Yeah. But not Johnny yeah, but- Five, because that's where Sam draws the fucking line. <laughs> but Wally is okay. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if he's mini, but not if he's normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh here's the thing. Here's why I think I'm I'm right. Because robot butlers, the faster we get to robot butlers, the faster we get to moon colony. Because think of all the bullshit we wouldn't have to be doing. We could all focus on humankind's mission to expand out into the universe because we're not doing dishes and we're not doing laundry. We're not doing all that other mundane bullshit. The fucking robots are doing it. And we're focused on the singular purpose, which is mankind's expansion out into the final frontier space. Wow. Because... We don't have to deal with this fucking bullshit. <laughs> that is some gymnastics. I'm going to give you the gold medal for gymnastics because you yeah. just fucking tumbled the shit through that. I hope you didn't sprain your ankle nailing that landing. Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, okay. So the, the most generous take on robot butlers is that it would help uh, old folks, disabled folks and people that like really need help with it. In reality though, it would just be like, rich people that would be able to to have robot butlers and yes you're right it would just be like a robot that helps with laundry and dishes and everything um and i don't think we're taking that time back to uh fucking like we're not scribbling math like in a notebook while the robot butler is doing dishes in the other room well you can make the same argument for the moon colony because guess what i don't think any one of us are on the on the uh you know 
the top tier list and make it to Moon Colony. No, we we just did an episode about days of the week. Of course we're not. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is going to be we're getting left the behind. And the elite. We're getting left behind. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a given. We're getting yeah. left behind. We're getting uh, left behind. Yeah, one hundred percent. As we as we watch the capital ship take off to the stars, <laughs> yeah, we get left on trash planet with the fucking tsunamis coming in. Yeah, yeah. The moon colony. We all know we're not going there, listeners. You're not going there. Uh, but the implication and the optimism that comes with it is like, I wasn't like thinking about the moon colony. It was not something that I thought like, oh, I get to do this. Even rope like robot butler. Do you guys think you're actually going to be able to have a robot butler in your own home? No, only Jeff Bezos will be able to do that. Right. And so, and so uh, I think given the two, uh, I would still go with the Moon Colony. I'm st- that's still the best one because it just means it means so much. Okay, because uh, it sounds like you both are on Moon Colony. Oh, I'm on Earth. I'm never going to Moon Colony, but yes, I'm picking Moon Colony. Yeah, you're you're high on Moon Dust. Yeah, I've got the Moon the Moon Madness, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to agree with you. If and the narrow, it, 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 if it was that pinnacle of human achievement context yeah it is moon colony i'll be optimistic for once yeah i'll choose life (laughs) yeah all right Mm -hmm. choose life choose exploration as much as i don't want to do dishes ever again one two three the moon colony takes you away (laughs) so that's the finals moon colony takes it but i think we should discuss our lockouts and those items that didn't make it to the list that we felt too passionately about, perhaps. Or if we just didn't want to talk about anymore. Yeah, or it's, just, yeah, or it's been talked about too much. What's on the list, gang, for you, lockouts-wise? So I locked out uh, flying cars. <laughs> flying cars have been talked about in science fiction and everywhere forever. Uh, they will never actually work for one reason, which is when a car breaks down on the road, it just stops. When a car breaks down in the sky... It falls out of the sky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Onto your home yeah. or <laughs> yeah. into your pool. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's 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 cliche. It's flying cars, right? Um, there's not much more. Yeah. I don't think I would ever step foot in a flying car. Yeah. I don't trust dipshits in cars. I'm definitely not going to trust dipshits in flying cars. Ori, would you lock out, my friend? Jetpacks. The Rocketeer, baby. Oh, Rocketeer, yeah. God damn, that was a good movie. Uh, yeah, we're still waiting for jetpacks. Everyone's still, I mean, everyone's still waiting for jetpacks, even though I guess we're like, there's been the onesie twosies, like, you know, people that have like done like a quasi self propelled, you know, or, you know, kind of like a jetpack kind of thing. Like, even recently, there's been, there's been reports of a man in a jetpack around like, <laughs> LAX and and things like that. Do we have the te- okay? Question: Do we have? Do you guys feel like? Do you feel like the the technology is there to like just give people jetpacks, or do you feel like? And it's the matter of just like we shouldn't all have jetpacks because we're all like for the same reason we shouldn't be flying cars. I think there's a big gulf between what jetpacks look like in science fiction which is like these sleek little like rocket backpacks where it's like 
and then like you're like flying through the sky versus what's actually required to make 200 pounds uh, of, of flesh actually fly, which is like <laughs> a giant explosive on your back. Yeah, I'm going to wear a bomb on my back. Yeah. That's a lot to put on. It says Acme. It says Acme (laughs) on it. Yeah, I just don't. I agree. I just don't think it's there yet. We're not at that like. We're not at that sleek, you know, small little backpack you put on and just go, you know, up into the air. Yeah, Bobby, what's your lockout? My lockout was hoverboards, and the ones we have now are not hoverboards. They're exploding bombs on your feet. How did we ever become okay with like calling those hoverboards when they're not? Yeah. We just let it slide. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I think it's all, this is all back to the future, baby. This is all that like goddamn Mattel hoverboard. Uh, Still want it. We still need it as a society. Uh, I want it so bad. Like the real version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I just want like, I want to, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope it happens before I'm too old so I can still go. I want to be like skate in an empty swimming pool, like mini vert on a hoverboard, listening to my favorite rap cassettes. Uh, so it's hoverboards, man. I don't think we'll get there. Um, the, the closest thing I've experienced, um, obviously it's not flight or magnetism, uh, but it was a boosted board. It, the motorized skateboard. Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Seen yeah, those? Yeah. Those are a, God damn blast. And I know that if I got one, I would fucking kill myself on it. Uh, but it was fun as hell. Yeah, those hoverboards. Uh, get get your hoverboards with your self-tying shoes. Self-drying jacket. But you know what the future does hold for us, gentlemen? What's that? More episodes of The Second Best Show. Yep, that's right. We will be back with a brand new episode. Uh, if you agree or disagree, uh, let us know at thesecondbestshow.com. a picture the other day of like the first untethered it was a picture of an astronaut and it was like the first untethered spacewalk and i was like nope Mm-mm. oh Mm-mm. no no Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no no hell no here we go ori's hello and one two three Hello, hello. Wow, wow. <laughs> I really felt that. I really I felt like a... Knock me over. A greeting from an old friend. <laughs> okay, one, two, three. One, two, three. Hello. Is that better? Sure. <laughs>